Hi, welcome to Pivot and Thrive. This is your host, Kim Shea. I'm a certified retirement coach. Today is Wednesday, November 17th, 2021. And I have someone to talk with today that you're going to have, I think you're going to find her very interesting. You're going to find her information very useful, I think, because um, it, it applies to everybody and has some important values for as we start aging. And Amy Temperley worked in social services and nonprofit for 30 years. And she now has two businesses going on. She's got Aging is Cool, which provides engaging activities for older adults to stay strong, stay smart, and stay social. And she does that with her husband. They've got a really interesting partnership going there. And that is for in-person or in-home or in-community. But then she also has a business called A Mighty Good Time that she has in partnership with Heart and Soul Care. And this is something that you might be able to tap into if you're not near where Amy is. But I've got a lot of questions to ask her. So welcome to the podcast, Amy. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Thank you. So tell me about yourself. What's your background? I mean, social services. So was that in a nursing home that you did? or And how did you get into this in the first place? Yeah, I I somehow fell into working with older adults when I was in college. And my first job out of college was nursing home. So I was a social worker and I did that. And then I did home health and eventually worked for the Alzheimer's Association. And then as my career kind of expanded, I ended up running nonprofit agencies, but always um, usually with a focus on older adults. So I ran an in-home care program for a number of years. Um, in the nonprofit sector. So I'm, I'm, I'm one of those folks that I'm, I'm very specific about where I like to help. And it's on the, the older spectrum. <laughs> I'm not a kid person. That's interesting. I guess I'm both, but it's interesting. I was always drawn to older people too. From the time I was a little girl, I would go around and knock on people's doors and just talk to them. So I know it's very strange, <laughs> but um, yeah. And I'm interested too, because um, I had interviewed a woman. I'm looking for her name during while we're talking here, but I'll find her. But um, she was a social services person too, and found it to be a difficult road as time went on to, you know, make a decent living and not not certainly not to be wealthy, but just to be able to pay the bills. And she was working as a janitor at night in order to make up for income. And she was talking about that there's so much you can do once you've had the experience. You can go out there and help a bigger audience and, and be able to make a living wage. And you have sounds like you've really done that, which is really inspiring for people listening. Out yeah. There. And I left, I'd left social work for a couple of different reasons. One, one partly was money. Um, as I was going through a divorce at the time, it was sort of a ne- necessary evil, but, um, I had worked as a social worker for 10 years and it was just very emotionally draining for mm-hmm. me. And so I needed to find a way to be able to help, but to get sort of one step removed from kind of that day-to-day handholding for caregivers and um, people who were dealing with, you know, some real heartaches in their lives. Yeah. Life. Yeah. It can be really hard. I worked in a nursing home too, as an activities coordinator and um, you know, you get really attached to people and they die and it's, it's tough. And then the families have a lot of interesting um, nuances they bring to the whole care you know, picture too. And so it can just really take a lot out of you. I didn't, you know, I don't think you can do it forever. It takes a a unique individual who can stay in that forever. I I agree completely. So um, how did you get into aging is cool? How did you come up with that? Yeah, my husband um, was a fitness instructor and had been working um, at a senior center for a period of time and had really had some ideas about how he wanted to do more 
engaging activities. He wanted to do some things with brain health and focus on some different areas. And we just decided to take a leap and create something. And it took us a couple of years to figure out what we were, how we were going to do it. Um, but by the time we figured it out, we realized that we could do it in two different ways. One is going into retirement communities, assisted living. And we had about 30 instructors um, previous to uh, the pandemic wow. uh, going into lots of different locations and providing activities. Um, and then we started a nonprofit side of our business as well so that we could offer free programming to the community oh, that's nice. directly to older adults um, because we wanted to give access whether you were able to pay or not. And so we continue to have that model today where we can do a little bit of both, um, make sure that everybody gets you know an opportunity to do things that are fun and smart and good for them. That's, that's pretty neat. And that I was looking at your website and it's got some really interesting things in there. And so... And I may mix up your your businesses here. I apologize. So a- okay. aging is cool. Is that the one that has the different classes in it? Both do. So okay. aging is cool. We, we offer classes. We have about 80 different programs that, one, yeah. that we offer here in the Austin, Texas area. We do some virtual, but mostly it's in person here in Central Texas. Okay. And those you had some really interesting classes in there that I was looking at, like Weird Texas museums. <laughs> like, I want to come to your classes. Uh, World War II code breaking and secrets, Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. I mean, just some really interesting classes. And I love it. I love that you're not just doing, um, I don't know how to say this, but sometimes with activities, you come up with things that are, you know, I guess what you would consider to be stereotypical. Like, you presume that's something that people are interested in when, in fact, People have very diverse interests, and you 80 different classes, you seem to have, there's got to be something for everybody in what you have to offer. Really, some interesting classes. We hope so, and it's been really fun. My mom, a couple years ago, we actually taught her how to write these presentations because we create them all ourselves, Uh, and so she does the slideshows and the scripts. And what's nice is she's in the age range of of a lot of our clients in the assisted living space, so things she's interested in are things that other people in that space are also interested in. That's smart. We always wanted them to be smart and engaging and you know, older, getting older doesn't look like it used to be. I mean, you can be, we have very active participants in their nineties and, um, you know, we don't need to dumb things down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just, that's, that was always a, a problem for me. I also was an activity director at okay. one point in my, my career and I don't want to dumb it down. I don't want to do children's arts and crafts and I don't want to do bingo three times a week. When I get older, I want to do interesting, engaging learning opportunities. I want to create, I want to, you know, there's so much, more that we want these days. Yeah, I agree. And that's, I think things are changing as we move forward. Anyway, the baby boomers like your mom are, are going to be ch- mixing things up for sure and demanding more and they should. It's really awesome. I know when I did activities, one of the things I like to do once in a while was Sudoku or math word problems. And there would be a few people who could really nail it like with a word problem and other people all I could say is, as we're guiding them through, okay, so what's seven times nine? And somebody you think wasn't even paying attention would say 63, because they were paying attention and they were getting it, and it was still challenging to them. So that's the thing. There's just so many different levels where you, you don't necessarily realize where people are. And so if you offer things to people, that's how you find out, really, what, what they are capable Completely. of. Yeah, I really like what you're doing. Your model sounds fascinating. And then a mighty good time. Um, now, this is something that's more online, correct? For people like you don't have to live anywhere near you. 
Exactly. It is a one-stop shop calendar for older adult activities nationwide okay. for people 50 and up. So it is, think of it as a um, an aggregator or a curator. We curate activities by, from all kinds of providers all around the country that are doing really interesting things, whether that be in-person, virtual, or phone-based activities. And right now we have about 80 different uh, providers that list their classes on our site. We've listed thousands of activities this wow. year. And it's it's great. There's a combination of free and paid activities on there. Right now, it's predominantly virtual because of COVID. Yeah. A lot of things haven't opened back up yet, but we're starting to see the in-person come back now as well. Um, and so, yeah, anybody can go to amightygoodtime.com. They can search for free and find things to do. And I I regularly go in there and take classes yeah. from all kinds of places because I'm a learner and I just, I love that stuff. And That's awesome. um, there's some great, great offerings around the country. It's really interesting. That is pretty neat. I would think as an activities director, if I were in a nursing home and I, I, you know, if you'd been around when I was doing activities, I certainly would have tapped into you guys to come up with some good ideas. So that's, that's really cool. I really like what you're doing. Um, so I think you mentioned somewhere in your website, you're talking about growing new brain cells. So, I mean, this is a reason to push yourself to be trying new things and learning th- new things. Is that where you're coming from? Yeah, completely. Um, my husband, Damien, got really interested in brain training um, a few years ago and did a lot of research on it. And what we know now is that you can create new brain cells throughout your entire lifespan. And it's really about just doing things that are new and different. Um, so it can be as simple as brushing your teeth with the opposite hand. It can be going a different way to the grocery store. Um, but just learning and engaging all the time can actually help maintain a lot of the functioning. So we don't have to, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's, those are those are disease processes. Those could can be, you know, complications, obviously. But this can help. And this can help, you know, prevent loss. It can help keep up. And one of the, I think one of the, the deadliest things or the well deadliest things that we see right now is social isolation mm, yeah. and people not engaging with other people, which is probably the best thing you can do for your brain. You know, when you're talking to somebody, you're watching their facial expressions and listening to their words and you're processing a response. And, you know, all of that is so good for your brain. And um, they're showing social isolation is as bad as smoking a half a pack of cigarettes mm. a day. You know, so yeah. we want people to be engaged in whatever ways that they possibly can be. And um, and I think we have to make a plan for that and, and really consciously decide not just to exercise our uh, bodies, but also our brains. I talked to a woman at the Virtual Brain Health Center the other day that does a lot of work uh, in this space. And she said, you need to make your brain sweat. And I thought, well, that's a good <laughs> that's a good description for that. <laughs> I like that. Mine does that whenever I have to do payroll. That one <laughs> out my, that. makes my hair fall out too. So, yeah, um, that's really good. And um, and I think, yeah, there's studies out there that say if you are getting isolated, you're getting depressed, and depression eventually can lead to illness or exacerbation of an illness. And are you familiar with the Nun study? I, 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 am, I just yeah. I just love that. And can can you tell us what you know about it if you don't? I catch you off the fly. Can help you out, but oh gosh, you'll have to you'll have to remind me. I mean, I know that they they really monitored these nuns over a period of time. They had very very low rates of um, dementia and Alzheimer's, if I remember yeah. correctly. And and part of it, and then they tried to figure out what they were doing different 
to maintain that. They lived a really long time, very healthy lives. Yeah, really healthy. But then when they did brain scans on them, they showed signs of dementia. But outwardly, they didn't. And it was the, the wow. lifestyle that they were living. They all had definitely more shrunken and malformed brain tissue at that point in time that on a, an ordinary person, you would say, uh, yeah, they've got dementia and you'd see it. But because of the way they were living their lives, where they were so engaged with each other and so well-rounded in the way that they love their lives and doing some exercise too. And, you know, just, uh, I don't know, they were like health nuts or whatever, but just overall their lifestyle led them to be able to offset the dementia it didn't manifest itself openly, which is really so important. They're deciding and that that study is still ongoing today. It's just a never ending thing because there's a lot of information there and value for everybody. And I like how you are helping people to reach that potential for themselves too. It's really cool. Completely. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have to go back and look at that because I, I, it's been years since I looked at yeah. it. I didn't realize it was still yeah. ongoing. So that's very, interesting. it's amazing. I think it's really amazing. Just what we don't know and what we do know. And if, if you know it, you got to do something about it. Like you said, you got to make your brain sweat. Yeah. You got to work on it. Yeah. Another fascinating study or, you know, uh, information that they keep up with is the blue zones, the different oh, yeah. areas of the world where people are the longest lived. And if you look at that, the the key components that, that we adhere to, stay strong, which is move your body, mm-hmm. <laughs> stay smart, which is your brain, and then stay social. That's what those folks have. And probably the only other addition to that would be nutrition. Um, you know, if, you know, watching what you eat, but um, yeah. those folks live longer than anybody else. Yeah. They live healthy longer. That's the, the you know, that's the next yeah, that's part. What we yeah. want. <laughs> You're not just hanging on, which is cool. So like as a retirement coach, I, I have to respect that somebody might say, I really don't want to do anything. I really just want to veg. I worked hard all my life and I really just want to sit around and watch TV and, and, you know, read romance novels. And that's really all I want to do. And so I can't tell someone that you're doing it wrong, but I can point to studies and things like that. But um, I mean, what, what do you see with that? Do you see people who that's just not their goal in life? These are people like who are coming to find your services are people who are looking to try and break through any previous barriers that their aging parents might have gone through. It's a different kind of person. We, yes, I think we see a lot of, you know, what we would call active agers, people who are very engaged and, and um, consciously making a choice for the way they want their lives to be. You know, what I would say to that point about, you know, not really wanting to do anything after they retire. And I think most people go through that kind of phase. I think there's a time, you know, where you want to rest and you want to recuperate and eat lots of candy and mm-hmm. watch TV and read, yeah. read cheesy books. And, you know, I think that's fair. But what we see over and over again is people who then are ready to engage in some way. And the key for us, and this is something we've been researching a lot more recently, is meaning and purpose. Um, we need a reason to get up every day. If that's your trashy novels and that's your reason, that's perfectly fine. But find something that inspires you and motivates you and gets you excited about your day. Um, you know, another great way to do that is to give back, you know, to volunteer, to find ways to help other people in your life. Um, so it doesn't, you don't have to be a marathon runner or come mm. up with some new hobby. You don't have to do all that unless you just want to. Um, but to find something that makes you excited, whether that's gardening or church or meditation or your dogs, whatever that is, yeah. just, you know, find something that gives you joy and meaning. Yeah, that's really important. That's really great. And I'm glad that you're seeing that with people. Um, I know one thing 
and I'll see this on social media where people will say, I, I only like dogs. Dogs are the only things that I really like. And I always think, well, yeah, but your dog's not going to drive you to the hospital in the event of an emergency. And your dog's not going to prepare you meals when you come home from the hospital. I mean, you need to connect with people, don't you think? Oh, totally, totally. And I, you know, as much as we're very external people in the work that we do, my husband and I, and I are kind of introverts, really, in some ways, and we don't have children. And so we've consciously had to make some choices recently to make sure we are engaging and make sure that we have friends and make sure that there are people that um, that we support and mutually support us. And it, again, doesn't have to be a lot of people, but just being sure that you've got those relationships Um because you're exactly right. Who's going to drive you, you know, home from your colonoscopy? Yeah, you know, simple, exactly. simple yeah. things like that. I had a friend call me the other day. He's he's single, retired, um, and he said, "Can you drive me home from my colonoscopy?" Of course I can. You know, that's that's a gift, and I hope somebody would do the same for me. Yeah. So, do you do you find people able to build community through your your businesses? Definitely, definitely. Um, through both Aging is Cool and the classes on A Mighty Good Time, so many of them are uh, meant to be interactive and engaging. Um, in our Aging is Cool classes, we have members that have been inv- involved for many, many years mm-hmm. that now do drive each other around to appointments and show up for each other for things, uh, call each other on the weekends, you know, and, and develop friendships. And the same is true about a lot of our um, event partners on A Mighty Good Time that it's there's a really strong realization right now that we, especially because of COVID, that sense of loneliness and um, not disconnectedness is so big um, that people are really actively trying to build that into their programming, whether that's in person, virtual, or on phone. Yeah, that is, that's great. Amy, um, when I was talking to some of my clients during COVID, a lot of them were having a really hard time because they'd been retired for a long time and COVID was just bad. They just were cut off from everybody and everything, and there were no opportunities, and they were frustrated. And a lot of them were really overdoing anything virtual. It's just a problem where they were done with it, or they had a harder time getting into it to begin with, and it was not having staying power for them. What can people do locally in order to meet people? Yeah, there's there's so many incredible options, and um, the the first one for me that that comes to mind is senior centers, and and I almost hate to say senior centers because people don't like the word senior. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. fact, here in in Austin, they actually changed it to um, the varsity generation. I love that. Oh, I love that. It's awesome. Yeah, because they're starting to focus on younger and younger markets. And they're also starting to understand that older adults want something different. So senior centers don't, not all of them, some still do, but many are evolving to look very different than the senior centers that our grandparents went to where they quilted and they played bridge and, you know, it was pretty basic. Now you're starting to see yoga and fitness classes and Tai Chi. Mm. You're starting to see, brain activities, lifelong learning, ceramics classes, things that are bigger, lots of outings and field trips and opportunities to engage in your community. Um, So I think investigating your local senior center is a really, really good idea. The other piece that we see a lot of, um, especially through our Mighty Good Time site, is um, YMCAs have been picking up a lot, um, trying to um, address this older generation. And so you'll see a lot of them have programming. And then there's some really great, um, 
and I, I and I don't mean to keep pushing people. Well, I do kind of mean push people back to a mighty good time. But that's why you know, one you're of the here. things we've <laughs> been okay. doing. I know. But one of the things <laughs> we've been doing in in our organization is we've spent literally the last year curating and searching for programs all across the country, and you know it can be hard to find them if you don't know what you're looking for. Um, here in Austin, there's a ballet. Uh, center that provides some of the best older adult classes that you wow. would find. But you wouldn't know that if you were just looking for senior activities. If you just Google senior activities, they're not going to pop up on the top of the list. And so that's part of why we started A Mighty Good Time was to gather all that stuff from all over the country. Okay. Um, there are in a number of cities in the country, what they call lifelong learning institutes that do some really cool programming. They're hooked into um, usually the universities and they frequently have professors and traveling speakers and really smart, engaged programming that you, I think I went to one on uh, dolphin communication once that was done by a researcher that was Gosh. just fascinating. Uh, so there are some really great programs out there in person in the in the communities, and it is coming back. We I think 2022 is going to be a big year, and we're going to start to see a lot of the stuff come back. So we don't have to be all virtual unless you just want to be virtual. Um, but definitely go check out A Mighty Good Time and um, look for things in your area. And if you don't see anything, go ahead and sign up on our email list so we can let you know when uh, programs open up in your area. That sounds great. What a tremendous resource. I think um, I will be signing up for your newsletter and uh, and for my clients too, because uh, sometimes it is, it's hard to find things in your area. And I'm sure it's just they're not tagged right or something that, that people don't realize that people might be searching for what you have to offer in this generation, in this uh, demographic. And so, but if you've already got it, dialed in that's really awesome that's pretty cool yeah we know what we've what we're looking for and it's taken us a year to get this far that's, that's <laughs> so amazing. it's just there's it, it's sometimes it's buried um there's a great guy out of um i think he's in san francisco that's doing a drama program um a theater program specifically for people 50 plus that oh. is just phenomenal um there's an online international program that's a sing-along and you can sing along with people internationally How virtually fun. It's a, like a choir. It's just there's so much cool stuff out there when you start looking. And hopefully we're making it easier for people where you can just find it all in one spot. You don't have to do all the work that we're doing. It sounds like it. you're making it very easy for people. I think that's really wonderful that you're doing that. Uh, so and we want to emphasize that this great resource called A Mighty Good Time is free for people to come on and sign it up. Is. And so if you sign up for the newsletter, it sounds like you're going to get whatever the latest Treasures are that you and Damien have uncovered, which is pretty cool. Um, and then people can reach you. I found your email. It's pretty general here, so we're not giving out your private email, but info at agingiscool.com. Pretty easy to remember, so they could maybe track you down that way or go directly onto A Mighty Good Time and sign up, get information that would to be reach great. you that way. That's really awesome. Yep. Well, I would, be great. I would like to thank you so much for your time. I think this has been so valuable. And uh, I, like I said, I'm going to sign up now so that I get all the latest details too, but I think people can really check this out. And I think being proactive is really nice too. So maybe you don't think you need it right now and maybe retirement is a few years away, but just to have this information coming into your mailbox where you just know what the things are that are out there. I mean, I'm 55, but I see something and I think, ah, oh, that when I retire, which is really a long ways away, but 
when I retire, that's something I'd like to learn more about. That's something I'd like to know because then I think it gives you a different perspective on retirement where it is exciting. And I like the term varsity very much because I think it's like, if, if you think of your retirement as maybe when you're going off to college, when you were thinking about, I'm going to study this and I'm going to learn this, I'm going to join this club and do this activity, you're excited to go off and do that. And I think retirement should hold the same amount of excitement. And yes, you might need that rest period, but to know that there are so many things you can do where you can be as busy as you want to be without wearing yourself out, but you can go keep learning and just try and absorb as much as you can and, and then meet new people along the way. It's pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah. We hope we can help people fill their days and, and stay really engaged in their world. I, I learned to do woodworking during COVID and ah. it is this new crazy passion for me. And if I hadn't had a little bit of downtime because of what was going on with employment and all the things around us, I would have never explored that. Mm. And so I'm, I'm excited about retirement. I'm ready to learn new hobbies and try new things. And I, you know, I don't know. And I'm like you, I'm probably a long, a long way away from it, but um, it does excite me and it should excite you. Yeah. It should excite you. It's a great new opportunity for your life. Yeah. You don't want to be that person that just all of a sudden realizes, man, there's a lot of hours in the day. I had no idea how many hours are on the day. I've heard that before, and that's brutal. You want to be busy. Like, there's just not enough time to do fun things. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Don't retire anytime soon because we need you. You're out there making a difference in the world, and that's pretty great. So thank you very much for your time, Amy. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So this has been Amy Temperley with A Mighty Good Time and Aging is Cool. And all the links will be in the show notes down below. You can find them there. Go click on them and go check it out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pivot and Thrive. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. If you know anybody who you think would be a great subject for this podcast, please have them contact me. They can go to my website, retirementpurposecoach.com. And at the bottom of that front page, there is a contact section and they can just reach me right there. I'd love to hear from them. I am a certified retirement coach, so if you need any help from me with your retirement so that you have your own success story, you can contact me there as well. I'd like to thank Bokuwa and Wizzy2k for the use of their song, Will You Stay With Me? I have the link to that song in the show notes. Have an excellent rest of your day, whatever it is that you're doing. I hope it's purposeful. You'll enjoy your life so much better if that's your focus. Bye for now.